laughing now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the third episode or the third installment of Stories from the Cryptoverse. Today's topic is all about altcoins. Um, so we're, we're actually very excited to talk about this topic. I've been I've been hyped about this topic since yesterday. Um, so it, it's it's the perfect sequence to uh, last week's episode, which was uh, stable coins. So I'm very excited to be be talking about this today. And uh, we have a couple special guests and I'll let them introduce themselves. So I'll kick it off. I am Immortal F. Actual name is Luke, but more known throughout the Twitter and crypto space as Immortal F. I'm a community manager for all different kinds of projects. I also do marketing manager and I'm fully doxxed without the community as well. Um, just on a quick one, if you guys want to look me up on Twitter, I am the same name at Immortal F. My link tree is on there with all my social profiles and go and check it out. Feel free. I'll hand it over to Adam. Hey, I'm Adam. Uh, I do social media marketing for Technodoge. Um, we're really excited to be doing these podcasts. Here we are on episode three already, and we're, I'm personally really excited to dive into all coins today. Yeah, my name is Scott Tripp. I work for Big One as a marketing person for Canada and the U.S., as well as super admin for Blockcast. So nice to meet everybody. Excited to meet you all. Well, I've met you all before, but it's going to be a fun, fun show. All right. So I'm Bobbin, uh, a.k.a. Chris. Uh, my name's actually Chris, but they call me Bobbin. Um, also, admin at Big One. I mean, admin at Big One, admin at Blockcast, uh, Agent Blockcast. That was my first time being on the podcast with you guys, but it was a, a very familiar topic for me. So I'm excited to be here. That's awesome. So um, and uh, my name is Santiago or Santi, um, better known as, and I am the co-founder and co-CEO of Technodoge. And um, I'm honestly really excited to get this started. So um, in in your aspect, guys, what do you, how would you describe altcoin to... Oh, okay. So good. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You said it already. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Uh, wait, what was I saying? <laughs> That's funny. Um, so how would you describe uh, altcoins to somebody that uh, is new to crypto, doesn't know about crypto, doesn't know what a, you know, let's say they're brand new into crypto. How would you explain altcoins in the like a uh, simplest and most baby fashion per se? If I could, uh, I would go in first if you guys don't mind. But uh, I think the name speaks for itself. Uh, altcoin, alt being alternative. And then coin, uh, you would be thinking about Bitcoin. So it's just another alternative digital currency uh, other than Bitcoin for a short, simple answer. Nice. Yeah, I agree. Chris has pretty much smashed it there. I mean, like I said, with, with the alternative, it's showing it's uh, something else opposite other than a main or a, you know, um, main insane stuff like Bitcoin, Ethereum. You've got an alternative to that, which gives a great name for it. Um, altcoins also, die, you know, a massive different kind of market towards your let's let's say stable coins instead of main coins. Uh, it's a completely different market other than your stables. You know, many different projects dealing with actual people as well. When you're coming into altcoins, you're dealing with you know people like me, people like Adam Scott, Santi, Chris, and you're actually getting to meet these developers. Whereas you buy into a Bitcoin and you you know some people don't even know who owns the bitcoin some people don't even know who, who owns ethereum so that, that's really a a good part of of altcoins they are firstly i think they're more well known at the minute than stable coins because of the outreach and the push that they have within the younger communities as well i think uh altcoins just to just to add something that hasn't been said high risk high reward that's where you're gonna see um your money, double, triple, quadruple, you know, it can ultimately continue to grow, but it's a double-edged sword too. So that's also where you will see um, your money go down, double, triple, well, close to hundred percent. So sometimes you can lose it all, all coins. They, they, they're fun. Yeah. I think too, that it's a good token. Like as long as someone's doing their research to, and have a little bit of an amount of money, it's a great token to purchase into and play with if you're just beginning out and you're not risking the whole farm on. Uh, it's just a great way to start out in cryptocurrency and learn what to do and what not to do. The experience of rug pulls and different things like that are definitely in that type of currency. So, Yeah, I agree. You've really got to do a little, you know, you got to do your own research before you jump into these altcoins and start throwing your money around. you got to realize, like Adam said, that it is a gamble. 
it is that high risk, high reward, which people, you know, people are craving for that at the minute. They want these 10 times, 50 times, you know, it's the passion of, of coming on a, you know, a slots game, putting in a pound and going, oh, well, 50 pound. Yeah, I'm going to spin that 50 pound again. Exact same basis as an altcoin. You could hit an absolute gem. You could hit a rug pull. So, you know, you, you really have got to do your own research on them. I, I, I kind of feel like um, whenever it comes, um, it, it depends what kind of altcoins, um, because like, let's say the top 10 altcoins, it doesn't uh, it doesn't really feel that much uh, as um, as kind of like a roll of the dice. Like, for example, like uh, like in the top 10 is like uh, Cardano, right? Cardano is an altcoin, but it is now it's almost a strong and on track to becoming uh, sort of like a like a main coin. Uh, Cardano, for example, Ethereum is also an altcoin. Um, a polka dot. Uh, these are all uh, examples of altcoins, and but these are all um, pretty big ones. That if let's say let's say if I was a re- if I was a new investor, if I was new getting into crypto, um, okay. So actually, that that sounds that just sounds, sounds like a fun topic. Okay, so if you guys were getting new into crypto or somebody was new, what top five, um, top five projects or top five cryptos you would recommend? to um two people getting in so i'll kind of kick it off so for me it would probably be uh polka dot um cardano um litecoin um ethereum and um honestly chain link i've been investing in chain link mm. for a while um but yeah these are probably the the top ones obviously this is not financial advice to any of our listeners on our podcast or on our youtube um this is just kind of our thought our thoughts on uh what are the best projects um for new investors and that, that's actually my five at the moment how about you guys um for me uh polka dot i'm i'm super i'm super crazy about polka dot uh kusama um, if you like polka dot, you gotta like Kasama your brother. So I like those. Um Ether, uh Dash, Monero, uh Neo, Cardano, XRP. Um, and I think to go back to the altcoin discussion that we were a little having just a little bit earlier, it's like it depends on on uh, somebody's financial status, you know, because some people look at Bitcoin and they see it at you know 49, 50,000 and they're just like they can't fathom even having fifty thousand invested. So when you introduce different altcoins that are uh, that have you know a lower market cap and then their value is a little bit lower, it's a little bit easier for them to fathom spending two dollars on a on a Cardano versus you know fifty thousand on a Bitcoin. So uh, I think there's always a, a good mixture of altcoins. You know, you got privacy altcoins and you also have some of the uh, the ones that can be used to be built on like a Ether. So I think just having a variety of altcoins um, is 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 it's definitely good for for your portfolio. Yeah, I think I think my main ones. I mean, Polkadot's a really good one at the minute. Still pushing. It's still got the name out there. Um, I'm also going to say Sol as well because Sol is massively making its name into both mains and alts as well. We're seeing a lot of NFTs listing along Sol. Um, a lot more implementations along the Sol network actually on the alt network now. And I know it's a little bit harder to code these, and a lot of people obviously trade NFTs on on the Ethereum network. Obviously, coming onto the Binance Smart Chain network as now, but now moving to the Sol network as well, which is really, really good to see because you bring in, you know, one of these stable main coins into the alt market, and people absolutely love that at the minute. So that's another big one for me. Um, I'd also think TRX is a really good to look into VRA and. Um, there was original one on KuCoin, Trius, T-R-Y is a very good one as well, which I'm I'm quite heavily looking into and I've some invested in also. As far as altcoins go, uh, five that, that I think are quite safe and or have the room to uh, grow, SHIB being a meme coin, but it's, it's, it's still an altcoin. It's on Coinbase. I think it's in the top 30 as far as market cap right now. Also, Solana, uh, just as Luke was saying, they've been definitely killing it with the NFTs as of late. Uh, When it comes to gaming engine token, uh, I know they're one of the bigger, or maybe I want to say they have one of the bigger market caps for the gaming networks right now. Uh, Earn, which is Eternity token, they do uh, sport NFTs. Muhammad Ali, Tony Hawk, they both went through the Eternity token uh, to get their NFTs out there. And then Doge. I mean, Doge is like the the OG of, of altcoins. So 
Yeah, I agree. I, I agree with you saying Shib. So sorry, Scott. I agree with you saying Shib is a massive one at the minute. Is pumping hugely. Yeah, um, they're doing. Yeah, you, know, you can. You can normally expect Doge to follow along a little bit as well. But yeah. sorry, sorry, Scott. I'll let that back oh, to you. don't worry. It's all good. Uh so of course, like Vivan said, I like polka dot. I like Harmony too. He missed that one surprisingly. Oh enough. man. <laughs> I got that I one. I don't want to read my whole portfolio out. <laughs> <laughs> Shiv's a good one for sure, too. Um, you know, I'm gonna throw another one out there that's just starting to go right now. Uh, I think it's got some potential for growth when it comes to 3D NFTs in the future is MetaHero. I'm invested in that one. I think there's potential for growth in that as well. Um, and it's fairly safe as well. And then I'm just trying to figure out one other one that I really truly trust. Like Kusama is great, but Vibe mentioned it. And Litecoin is amazing. And uh, yeah, I guess everything there sounds awesome. Like I, I'm, I like all those things. The funny thing is, this is about fourteen hundred altcoins. So to to ask yeah. to be picking five is kind of hard, uh, especially like not having a list in front of you. But uh, definitely, it's it's a lot of good ones out there. And to go back to touch on Shib a little bit, um, you know, like Shib Shib uh, rallied, I think about sixty six percent, and just like uh, the last like two three days, um, and then it went up another thirty percent. So um, it's really the communities that drive these, and then when you can get hype behind them, like Shib did, they they got a lot of hype right now. So uh, and you know it's going to take off, and that's what altcoins are. You know, like I've I've had Shib since since Jeff. I mean, since um it got since they pretty much gave it away. <laughs> since Vitalik gave it away, I I bought in, and I bought in for you know just forty dollars because I didn't believe in it. And I mean, I, I can tell you now, it's it's a whole lot more than forty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't believe in it a little bit more before or after Vitalik did his uh, donation. I did it after he did the donation and it was like dirt. It went down dirt. You are so Bro, I literally got over four thousand dollars right now and I only put in forty dollars. Not bad at all. This is where Adam turns around and goes, I really need to get back into all kinds. Yeah, I do. I do. It's true though, it's true. Um, so it's no it's no uh, secret. I've been rugged, honey potted multiple times specifically in the uniswap network uh, on the ethereum chain uh, i'm hearing it's just as bad over on bsc as well so personally i liquidated everything and got it out but the more and more i hear about it on our podcast that's what got me into crypto and i got addicted mm-hmm. to losing my money in all coins. i <laughs> well, wasn't thing, even really the, making any the, money the thing is though it's like you got more stable altcoins. I think a lot of the things that happen on the rug pools are fairly new projects. And um, yes. mm-hmm. I, for me, like for now, like to, to prevent honey pots and rug pools, like I don't really want to get involved with a project until it's at least five to 10 million on market cap. Like they got to have a serious company. If it's if it's good to get in when there's 40,000, $50,000 market caps, but you got to think your risk is about to be through the roof. I agree with you on you. So you, you do kind home, of right? to, Yeah. You, you do kind of have to set to two parts to altcoins. It's not all just one big bracket. Like you said, you have got like SHIB and Doge and stuff like that, which are more stable ones because they're, they're not going to rug. They're not going to honeypot. You know what I mean? They're, they're already world-leading altcoins, whereas you've got these tiny ones that are coming in daily, you know, being made every five minutes by somebody that's unknown, which, like Adam said, is them high-risk, high-rewards, but there, there is kind of them two brackets of, of safety between smaller altcoins and altcoins that are already known throughout the main market. So, you know, you don't you won't see something like um, Safe Moon on Binance. You know, you see it on on coin market cap and obviously coin gecko listings, but you won't see it on them big, big listings at the minute. Whereas you've kind of got the second bracket of, of alts, which are like your SHIB and your stuff like that, which are on Binance and, and then part of, uh, you've got the, you've got that more safety there. Oh, well, I get quiet. <laughs> I guess like what you're saying about the, the the other ones like Safe Moon and all those fun ones is that's where some of us got into the market and learned from the market and learned about the whole diamond hands idea where 
I don't think it's the way to go anymore. You really got to watch your investments and see what's going on and make a decision yourself if you're out or if you're in. When it's at a high, take your money, take your, I always say, take your, your magic money or whatever, leave, leave a small bag, but that's your free money. Everything else is no risk once you've taken out the money you originally invested. So it's fun from that point on, but you also get the, the bonus of whatever it goes up to in the end. So, yeah. Yeah. I'll always take your initial and then try and leave a little moon bag. Because the moon yeah. bag is just play money, like you said, you know, you invest a hundred dollars, let's say it reaches a thousand dollars, take your hundred or 150 back. That that money is secure, the rest is just to play around with. Yeah, I, I gotta get my forty dollars out of it. All right, so on to the next topic. So, um, what so let's see, um. What do you believe? What do you guys believe? Uh, altcoin see the most success. It would it be on the BSC chain, Ethereum chain, or I guess now Solana chain. I think uh, I think they they all have potential. Uh, I think every I think every uh, every chain offers something different, um, and then you have different communities that follow each chain. So, like if you're building out on Ethereum uh, network then you have people who only support Ethereum. We have Ethereum maxis, you have BNB or BSC maxis. Um, so I think they all offer something different. I don't, I don't feel like one uh, outweighs the other. I think it's just, if you can get the community within that community to stand behind you, then you have a chance to succeed. Yeah, I think it's more of a, more of a preference as well. I mean, for me, it has to be BSC purely because of the gas fees. I don't want to be jumping into a project, you know, just aping a hundred pound and paying a seventy pound gas fee, because then I'm only aping in thirty pound. Like mm. I remember when I when I very first started out, I was only doing around a thirty dollar transaction. It was like seventy dollar gas. I was like, well, that's not possible. I don't even have seventy dollars <laughs> gas. Like, how am I going to do that? So I looked at it and I was like, well, how else am I supposed to trade? And then somebody came along and it was like, well, do you trade on BSC? I was like, never heard of it. It was like, well, you pay like you know, not point not one pence of gas. I was like. Oh well, hell, I'll know where I'm going then, and like that's what mm-hmm. kind of knocked me off the Ethereum chain. But I think on ERC, I, th- I believe there is there is more safety there. I, there's not as many rugs as there is on BSC at the minute. BSC is way, way, way too volatile at the minute, and it's the reason I'm only staying it within very certain projects at this time. Um, I would like to move on to the Ethereum chain. There are some really, really nice projects there that have been mentioned to me and, you know, that I've had deals come up with, but I just can't get on with them gas fees. That's the only yeah. thing that's really knocking me back on it. That's my issue with Ethereum. The Why I haven't done it is just the cost of it. And this second fork they did was supposed to help resolve some of that, but it definitely hasn't helped it's yet. Not, it's not working. It's not working yet. No, they just announced that they were doing it, but it's not working yet. Uh, they don't have Ethereum. Uh, Ethereum 2.0 going but just to go a little bit further into that yeah I agree um with these with the uh the altcoins you definitely you definitely gotta just you gotta pick your preference you know because Ethereum the Ethereum uh community like those guys throw around their Ethereum like it's nothing the same way in a couple of years we'll be throwing around our BNBs and BSCs like it's nothing so I, I think it like you said it's, it's all about preference I think it's just mainly preference yeah. I honestly I jumped in oh, okay. go ahead something I don't know. I was just going to say that I honestly, I haven't traded uh, on BSC until Adam like put me on pretty much. Cause I, I only trade like, like I mentioned, I only trade like Forex stocks and like, you know, I'm really, I'm really safe with trading. So I've never actually traded uh, like that per se. What I usually do is I buy through Coinbase or I buy through Robinhood or I buy through uh, Webull. Um, so most of the, most of them, most of those are Ethereum projects. But once I got it really dived into this, uh, into this project uh, and it just overall into projects, I started realizing the potential that BSC has just because of how cheap it is. Like whenever you're buying Ethereum or you're buying anything related to Ethereum, um, the gas fees are the thing that kills you. So that I think mm-hmm. that's th- that I agree hundred percent. My first experience and up until actually working on this project was all the Ethereum chain. So uh, I think my first initial investment in the crypto was somewhere around 10,000 and I think the gas was 30. So at that point, it's kind of like, do you accept the price to play? You know, because there are certain coins on Ethereum that haven't bridged over to BSC that are extremely hot. 
And uh, in order to get in those, you got to pay to play. Now, mm -hmm. when we moved to this project and our contract was set up on BSC, I was absolutely floored by how cheap the gas prices were. I love BSC now, but we're not really. So it's really hard for me to access BSC, though, because in America, you need to it's the finance chain's not really super available. So there, there's other ways you can get around to it. And I've just figured out the way to get around to it. But I played mainly in Ethereum. So I'm used to the fees. I've seen the fees get up to 500. I've had gas fees that I've accepted $300, but they definitely need to do something to alleviate that. Or they're going to, yeah. they're going to get passed up real fast by other blockchains. Polka dot. <laughs> especially that's especially a, if you as well yeah that's the thing like you're gonna see these bridging networks that are coming across to cut down the cost of doing all this stuff and that's the exciting thing we're just in the beginning phases of these altcoins and stuff and and what the capabilities are going to be once we start bridging all the different networks together it, it's just going to open things wide up I agree. And you've still got that, that, that Sol on the sideline. Like, you know, you've got your Ethereum, you've got your BSC, and Sol's just stood there in the middle going, look at me, look at me. And it's got so much to offer. And it, it's slowly, slowly creeping in. And it's, it's something I'm waiting for until it's just fully implemented within, you know, swap chains and, and stuff like that. Because, you know, you can now bridge from Ethereum to BSC and backwards. And I think I think people are massively looking into Sol and it really is getting the name out there. So I think that is going to be... A main one so you know it's not just going to be bsc and f anymore we are going to see bsc soul and f i agree 100 <laughs> percent. all right that's awesome. just right so now you don't even know what's in the future you know mm. there could be other game player or yeah players to the game that come out with something innovative and they'll be in the discussion as well and that's what's yeah, cool about it always changing. It seems always it just moves so rapidly. It really is. Uh, it's like the Las Vegas strip of money. <laughs> it really is. Great. <laughs> Great. Yeah. I think there's going to be some big movement changes within both F and I think we'll see FE's change. We're, I'm not sure when, but I think we will see a change. I think we'll see the volatility of the BSC market probably take a big hit. I don't know where from or what. I mean, that's for the future to see, but I think with all the rugs going on, uh, people leaving, people coming out. I think we are going to see some kind of changes, you know, yeah. within how how either contracts are made, you know, with the solidity and sources and, and stuff like that. I think we are going to see changes. I mean, you know, like like I just mentioned what we've got going on at Doe, we've got the safety of you can make a project on our actual launch pad and it's already going to be safe from the bat. It's already going to be liquidity locked, you know, from the bat and it's going to be unruggable from there. So I think a lot more people are now catching on to that and realising there is a bit more safety there because, you know, the last thing you want to do is tell your buddy, oh, you know, I've just hopped into this project and he invests £100 and the next thing he gets rugged in and just goes, oh, well, I don't want to play with crypto anymore. You know, you don't want to give that mindset on people because crypto, it is a life. I'm going to say it is the way forward. If you really want to make a living nowadays, crypto stocks or um, product reselling is where it's at. What's I going to say that reminded me of something? Um, I think the, the whole thing that was going on in altcoins is what made us put so much security into Technodoge's contract. We, right off the bat, registered as an LLC um, just to kind of show that faith to the community that, hey, we're not going to do anything stupid. We're going to be held liable if anything stupid ever happened. Uh, fully doxxed, as you can see, we've done Certic. And then it was crazy because we pivoted real fast to the CEX and, and it's almost like we did all these really cool security things and we haven't been able to really utilize them yet. But uh, I think in moving forward with that said, these projects that have similar like-minded goals like Doe and Technodoge and even Big One Exchange just to create this like safer space for people. I really think that, the, that moving forward, unity is, unity is the key. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I, I um, I go fifty fifty with the centralized and decentralized. You know, like I'm, I, I like the centralized for the people who who like security that might be coming over from like the stock market. But I love the decentralized just for like the crazy gains. You know, like you can yeah. be trading. You, I, I mean, like I said earlier, I think shit went up forty. It actually went up sixty eight percent in twenty four hours. So it's like something like that. 
I mean, you got to it, it went centralized, so it, it took it to the next level. But in the beginning phase, decentralized got it to where it was. So I think it's room for both. I like the fact that some projects uh, cross over and do both. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's I think that's critical for a lot of projects. If, if they if they want to go centralized, go centralized. If they want to stay decentralized, be de- decentralized. But I think a lot of the coins that do decentralize, I think they would benefit more if they just presented themselves as a privacy coin or had some function in their contract to uh, to uh, be like a privacy coin. I think without altcoins, the scene would be extremely different. And I think altcoins play uh, a very important role. Um, so I don't know if I'm coming off as like anti-altcoin because all of my uh, trading has been rooted in altcoins. I definitely um, think that with ecosystems being built out, uh, you, you can make that cross between Alt and CEX a little more effortlessly because I know um, with the CEXs it's a whole different beast. It's you, you can't you, you, how many holders do you have? You know, it's like every all mm-hmm. this data is you have all this data for yourself, but there's also a lot of data that you don't see that you would find in decentralized exchanges, for instance. I agree. Yeah, it is a it is a big jumble market as well. You know, like if you're if you're coming from the the big stables, you know, like your Bitcoin, your Ethereum, and stuff like that. If you've got the money to play with, and you're you know you're not afraid of of losing that money, the the alt market is the place to be because all it takes is that one project, you know, that could be that high risk project, and it'll change mm-hmm. your life with a very very small amount of money. It could seriously change your life. Whereas I look at more of like the the, the bigger uh, the bigger roles like ship and stuff like that, you don't really see them do thousand decks. You know, they 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 have been done. It has been done in the past, um, but you don't see them do that quick. In ten minutes, it could hit a hundred times and stuff like that. And that's where the the gamble is. And if you really have got that the money to play with, you know, no financial advice, but go do it because you know it's it's life changing. It's fun. Mm. Yeah, it's fun. It's a big thing. Yeah, it's, it's it extremely. Is. <laughs> I trade some days, even though I don't need to trade. Like I have like everything set up. You know, like my so buy my buying orders already done. My stop losses already made, and here I am still on my phone. Like, man, I got a couple extra BNB. Let me see if I could just put up a green candle somewhere. <laughs> yeah, and then you're like watching charts for hours. Like, is it gonna do it? Is it gonna do it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it though, man. Because that's what I like. You know, like the thing about the BSC network is that you know if if like. If you don't have a lot of, for the people who don't have a lot of money, they play a lot in the BSC because it's, you're not putting in as much money, right? But you're, you're trading against people who are, who don't have a lot of experience in crypto most of the time. And they're not putting in a lot of money when you're playing against, you know, the bigger players in the Ethereum and Bitcoin, it's hard to play that game because you're dealing with experienced traders, right? So you might have some, you might think you're doing good. You might be up and and just going to let it run, but you don't realize that things have to come down a little bit. You know, it has to come down to retest and it has to do this and it has to do that. So you're playing with people who are actually, you know, probably have their stop losses in and they, you know, their limits in and stuff like that. Whereas on BSC, I think it's not that many, um, it's not that many uh, apps that they even offer like stop loss and stuff like that. And uh, on, on those type of projects, especially decentralized exchanges. Well, the nice thing is like, if you even go on big one, when you're talking about future trading and stuff like that, you can actually get bonuses as well of free money, like USDT for trading on that exchange and doing that but you really got to be knowledgeable in what you're doing that's my one concern i guess and that's why i've never got into the trading the the setting stop losses and stuff i guess i got to be a little bit more brave and just do it i just usually hold and then sell sooner or later no man put some big money up put some big money up bro put in your stop (laughs) loss and and let it ride and then don't be greedy you know you if you're putting in ten thousand dollars and and in in two hours or three hours it goes up ten percent. That's a free thousand dollars for the day. So you could literally that's your decision. You take your you take your profit anyway, and then you see if you want to leave your investment back there, or you could take it out and let it let it re- retrace, and then buy it again at the bottom, and then go back up to the top. Like in a in a day's time, you could get ten percent three or four different times um, by not holding. You know, so I don't really have. I used to be a holder, so it, it, I traded my whole trading. Uh, I, I traded up the way I traded my in my portfolio. But now it's just like I'd rather move big money around, like uh, put up big money and and just you don't take a lot. Don't be greedy. But if you think if you're a regular person, a thousand dollars a day is good money. That's, you know, even if you only hit it three times out of the week and you're right and you might be wrong four times, you're still going to come home with three thousand dollars that week. 
So that's a good week trading. You know, for me, like I have certain goals that I try to uh, reach. Um, but I definitely uh, I try to stay away from like the low market caps, even though like there is a made like if you don't have if you're just getting started to put in $40 somewhere and watch it grow to 100x. That's amazing, you know, but but for me, like, you know, when you get a little bit more seasoned, you're kind of like, man, like, I don't want this money just sitting here. Like, you know, if, if you know that the chart's going down and you know how to do TAs, like, why would you leave your money sitting there? These are like, these are our banks. Like, we're, we're becoming our own bankers, right? So it's like, I want to give my loan to whatever coin I feel like is on the run. Like, it'd be like a credit check in my mind for, for like somebody going to a bank and getting a loan. They would have to put in, you know, like a, a proposal and all that stuff. Same thing for me. Like, I'm, I'm going to go through, I'm going to go through your coin. I'm going to look at your market cap. I'm going to look at your 24-hour volume. And, you know, I'll make my decision based off these kind of things. And um, I think, it, you know, everybody has their own trading strategies. But there's nothing wrong with being a little bit braver, putting a little bit more out there and not needing to get those high percentages. I think that's what it mostly has to do with in trading. It, I think it's it's uh, kind of, as you said, like kind of like brave. It's going to have to be a little bit brave, uh, especially in crypto, because, a lot of people they see the, that obviously fast money could be made, but just as fast as it could be made, it could be lost in crypto. Uh, <laughs> yep. Exactly. So it's literally like it, it's like a, uh, like a, a double, a double, a double edged sword, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, double edged sword. Double edged sword. Yeah. That's why uh, I like calling you. I like calling you two to one Santi because you taught me that. You're like, man, look, you don't need to make all this money. Like, just keep it simple. Two to one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You think look. of that banker that was in the UK? I don't know if you guys ever heard about him. He was borrowing a whole bunch of money while he was working at a bank, and he was doing that uh, futures trading, and he lost everything, like millions of dollars of money lost in cryptocurrency. It was all over the news for a while. And they're talking about the addiction of, of trading and, and losing. But I'm like, I would never risk that much money ever, especially if it wasn't my it's money. It's right now. I'm itching right I think now. Once yeah. you lose so much, you're like, I got to risk more to make back what I lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. there is that addiction of losing as well. It's not just the addiction of winning. There is There is the losing addiction that just... I don't know what it is. It just keeps you going and going. And going. You know, actually, it's, it's actually that kind of, that kind of leads us into our next topic perfectly. Uh, what is the most you guys have ever lost in altcoins? Um, from investment. Oh, I, <laughs> I don't want to say. I love how everybody got into. The pro- they got they I'm got PTSD the on that one. <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm gonna have to say the project if I tell you, you know, because I just had a sad story, but. You know, like I let somebody before I did any due diligence, I let somebody talk me into putting around thirty thousand into a project that I didn't even, I didn't even know what their website was. Oh so, my uh, god! <laughs> when we're so talking like, loss. Are we talking um, yeah, actual talking loss of money that we put in or un- unrealized profit? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good question. Um, both. We both. Yeah. Both. We got time. Yeah. We got time. <laughs> but yeah, I would, cool. I would say, man, I would say for real, like. I probably lost about a uh, thirty thousand in one project uh, one time. Um, it was uh, it was fun. It was I got fun? the biggest lesson. <laughs> I, I got the biggest lesson. Like, I only used to buy Bitcoin. Everybody knows me. Like I knows I only used to buy Bitcoin. I would only buy Bitcoin. Um, then when I started making some money, you know, like uh, when Bitcoin was going up, you know, fifty three, fifty six thousand, whatever. I was like, damn, you know, like it's a lot of money. So then I didn't mind, you know, putting in twenty, thirty thousand dollars somewhere. But I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't even know the damn website for the coin that I was invested in. That's and nice. then you know, few months, few months went by, and I checked that that portfolio. I mean, I checked that wallet, and that thirty thousand was like twelve hundred dollars. And I was like, uh, should I just let it ride? <laughs> <laughs> My God. <laughs> it looks like you're already let it ride. I'm like, man, it might, it's got to come back, right? Like, this has got to be the bottom. Like, if it was ever a bottom, this is the bottom, right? So uh, I didn't end up letting it ride. But to, to tell you a, a good thing about that is the homework that I put in after that, I was able to take that 1200 to make the 30000 back. So it was, it was it's not a big deal. Okay, uh, that's so good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I, think I don't like, have any big losses myself. Like, I think the biggest I lost was probably – four or 500 bucks and then the rest is just profit right now that i'm sitting what's the what's the quickest you ever lost your money because one time i put in the wrong contract address and that was the fastest money i ever lost oh no dude oh no i I did that i I did that one time i lost like 30 bucks it was just a fun contract i tried Uh, there was this website i think called token sniffer or 
something oh, yeah. where coins are just <laughs> starting out. And I was like, I'm going to throw in 30 bucks and try and get in a token before it even takes off. And I did, but I ended up with all the token. <laughs> it's kind of like a messed up contract where I just screwed it up. And probably whoever developed was pissed at me too. I'm sure still to this day. Yeah. I, think the, I think the best one I had, there was a little micro cap I jumped into. And they hadn't set a max wallet, but it wasn't a big supply either. So I was like, all right, so I'll ape, I'll ape a little big. I was like, we're like $300. And they ended up buying the whole supply. And then I was like, well, I own the supply, so who else is going to buy? And then I realized when I, looked at, when I looked, yeah, I, I realized I looked on the holders. I was like, oh, wait, I'm the top one holder and no one else can buy. What do I do? And I was like, um, I guess I'll just sell and just not make my money back. So I just got the exact same money back as I put in. I was like, well, I kind of messed that one up. <laughs> um, on the bigger hand, no, I can't use that, that fantasy word. If I had the mindset to sell, it would have had to have been around 50, 60K. Um, nice. Somebody, I, I only had a little in. I had, I think it was like $200 in a project. Somebody went and chucked a big 50 beans in there. <laughs> And I saw my wallet just go from, well, like no digits to a couple of digits. And I was like, oh, wow, that's money. I was like, that's, <laughs> like, that's like from $100 to $50,000. I was like, wow, that's big. And I had the finger on sell. And I was like, do you know what? I'm a diamond hand. And I saw that shit go down to like 2000 And I just took out 2 k I was like, man, I could have had 50 k <laughs> right there. Oh, that happened. I talked to mine on, about mine on the last episode, but we'll go on to the end. Uh, I invested in the Elon token before uh, Elon Musk went on to Saturday Night Live and wrote it all the way up. I think I invested 4K and I wrote it all the way to 28. And then and then one minute it was there. And the next minute, like, <laughs> Vitalik, man. Vitalik, dude, it went right back. The one minute it was there and then... Oh. It was gone, huh? dude. And my brother, he's warned me because he does TA and he's like, dude, the TA on this is saying that it's about to drop. I'm like, you're crazy. It's been mooning for like three days straight. What do you mean it's about to drop? I didn't know he could, for one, I don't think he even knew that Vitalik was about to donate all of it. So he got out like 30 minutes beforehand. I think he made $80,000. He was out. I was up $24,000. The next minute I looked at it, it was right back to four. So what uh, it went so it wasn't even like a it wasn't even like a drop slow, it was just like a motion. Let me Santi, can you pull up the chart for it? Or if I send you a link, you just gotta see it. It's a big giant and that's, and that's the <laughs> oh, thing I that I love about it. It's the biggest share. fall I've ever that's seen. The, that's the thing I love about TA is because TA TA teaches you like when coins go up straight. And they don't have any point where they come down to retest these uh, these resistance and, and gain support. Then you got to think about it. It's like being it's like being it's like going up in the sky on a plane, right? And it's like you got and you don't use the plane to come back down, right? So you got to sky. It's like it's like skydiving, you know. Like you have to come back down fast, you know. And and then you can you can probably balance out. You can pull your chute and then coast back down to the ground. But I like that. I I just that that's that is so scary when I don't see projects like these new uh, rebrand contracts. You know, they make the charts look like really good. You have forever FOMO, I think that's the name of it. But like people just see that chart and like, oh my God, it's going up, it's going up. But then the market cap's staying the same. And it's like, hold up. If the market cap didn't move <laughs> and this thing's going up, something ain't right here. Yeah. You know, like so you always gotta be careful, man, and never chase candles. Um, and it's a good rule of thumb if you see three big green candles. Um, yeah. <laughs> Run. <laughs> try, to, try to have a plan. Yeah. <laughs> No, for me, I think the most I've ever lost, I've never actually lost money for say on a project, but I lost from unrealized profit. So like, I think the biggest one was when I was with my wife and then Bitcoin dropped down to 3K in uh, 2017. And I was telling my wife, I was like, oh, we have the money. Like, you know, let's buy a full Bitcoin. And then we were, you know, she, I was, she's like, yeah, maybe, maybe. And I kept telling her, kept telling her, she, she just didn't want to do it. She's not, she's not really big on, on to investing. And I told her, I was like, trust me, by 2025, it's going to be at 100K. Um, and I kept telling her, I kept telling her, she's like, she goes, oh, no, that's too much. Like, you know, it dropped, it was at 40K and now it's down to 3K. What if it happens even more, you know, whatever. And I was like, if it happens even more, you know, too bad, so sad. But 3K for Bitcoin right now, not bad. So she never did it. And then fucking every single time it hits a new, a new all-time high, I'm like, oh, I thought, you know, 
That's uh, the three kids getting good. Then I, I hold that all the time, and then she's she's like, "Shut up!" And then every single time it hit it, when it hit forty k again, when it hit thirty k, I was like, "Oh, that would have been what? Uh, we would be at what thirty k ourselves? I think, right? You know, I, I just every single time it hits a new high, she hates me. <laughs> she, as soon as she gets the notification, because she has Coinbase and everything downloaded too. As soon as she gets the notification, there's an all time high. She knows that there's that I'm gonna say some shit. Well, like, say some shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know he's gonna say something. <laughs> I actually, I actually ended up with my first Bitcoin um uh, betting online, and it was a uh, um. You know, betting games. I like, you know, like I love betting on sports and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the league that I, uh, the, the site that I was using, it was actually based out of Canada. So they had two options. They were like, we could pay you in Bitcoin or we could send you a check. Right. And at the time, I, it was like, I, I didn't know, like, I didn't know if Canada was going to really send me a check to America. <laughs> so, and I had won like 13,000. That's how much Bitcoin was worth. So I literally got one full Bitcoin uh, right then. And then when I seen it go up, I was like uh, around 20 something. I sold it. And I was oh. like, <laughs> you oh. like, I was so mad at myself, right? And then the next time I caught a retrace, like in the 20s, I, I actually picked up a few of them because I knew like the store of value behind it did. Like I didn't really know what I was doing in the game. Like I just wanted betting, you know? And I didn't yeah. even know how to cash it out. And then when, when it like almost doubled, I cashed it because I was like, this is great, you know? Like, <laughs> but then I was like, man, I should have just, I, I could have been one more Bitcoin in the portfolio. <laughs> no, dude, I, 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 I re- that's probably one of my biggest regrets not buying the Bitcoin. And my second, probably regarding altcoins, is selling XRP early. Oh man, because yes. I, I, I held, I bought XRP. I'm talking about like the, the beginning, like I was one of the first investors into XRP. Under it was under one cent for sure. Like I bought it before what? it was even on, yeah, I bought it before it was even on Coinbase. Like I thought I, I got a good deal at 60 cent. You like under one penny. I was <laughs> under a penny. I, I'm telling you, I, I held a lot of XRP. I put in, I didn't even put in that much. I put in maybe like maybe 300 bucks total, but I had I don't even know how many to, I don't even know how many XRP once it opened up on Coinbase and it hit 16 cents. I was already at like I don't know, uh five thousand out of my three hundred dollar investment. And when it, I sold it, when it hit like 30 something cents, imagine now that it hit a dollar and t- t- oh, dude, when I saw that, I literally, I, I was ready to shit sideways. So I was like, okay, you know, fuck me. Wait till you hit $5. I was so mad. I sold my whole bag, dude. I was literally just. I, oh, that, you sold the whole bag? Dude? I sold the whole bag, dude. I'm telling no, you, it, mistakes are made. I That one, it probably XRP is my, uh, Bitcoin first biggest mistake. Second XRP. And my third was also selling um not selling not, uh not buying solana and i knew about solana when it first came out and i, I oh man that one i regret that one <laughs> so actually the actually gaming token the same way man i knew about that one so long ago man and it was dirt cheap we talked about it yeah it, we, we we um i think it was 11 to 13 yeah 11 to 13 when we were talking about it in our class and I'm like, man, I don't play no games. Like, I'm a grown man. I don't play no games, you know? Like, so I didn't buy it. And now I'm looking at it like, oh, that joint like $133. <laughs> I, I, I play games I, now, my God. <laughs> I think last time that we guys, we had one of these, I told you guys about Doji tokens. Like, oh. I was original, like, when it was on Reddit for the first time and was talked about, was given out as tips, so... We're talking when it was like 0.0000000 whatever. And I was like, <laughs> I told my buddy, I was like, we should buy this. And he was like, I don't know. And I was like, well, just think about it. If it even like went up to 0.00 something, we'd be rich. And I was like, I'll just put in like 500 bucks. He was like, I don't know. And then I started hesitating. And now I look back and I'm like, Son of a bitch. I guess that's <laughs> the biggest uh, loss that I might have not had. That would be it. That would, it would well, be it's a good. lot of money, like a lot of money. It's, yeah. it's good that we're all together because it seems like we all like learned to pick some things early in our days. So we got to oh, just yeah. start headbutting a little bit more. <laughs> Brainstorming. Yeah. I think mine had to have been like a realization, one of, of not noticing, but had to be safe moon. Like I put a fair bit of money in there. And it was when my buddy had told me about it. I was just, I was just out in a pub and he told me about it. It was like, oh, I've got like 3K in safe moon. He was like, it's going to do big moves. I was like, oh, nice for you, man. Nice for you. Um, <laughs> that was where my 30K so like, Yeah, so I, I, put, I, put, I put some money in on the night as well. And I completely forgot about it. I forgot about it for like a good three, four months. 
and he contacted me the next day and I, I just didn't even listen to him. I thought he was talking shit and he came back. It was like, I've just turned that into like 700 grand and I was like, nah, <laughs> you're joking. He shows me his wallet. I went to meet him, showed me his wallet. It was like, nah, I ain't joking. He's like, I got 700,000 in the bank account. And I was like, I was like, uh-huh. oh sweet, mine must be worth a little bit. And then I got sidetracked by summit and I had to go away. And then we ended up going abroad and it completely just lost my mind. And that's when I moved from Trust Wallet over to Binance. And then now I'm Binance to, to MetaMask. And I completely forgot about my Trust Wallet. And I'll look back on it and I was like, oh damn, I missed like that 80,000 percent spike. I was like, <laughs> oh no, that's that's a big amount of money that I lost right there. Like, <laughs> I bought in at the top of that spike. So your friend, he can thank me. Yeah. Oh I, my I, I God. Him, I threw him, him 30 grand. That's where I threw him 30 grand. He I was literally it like, like when it was high. It, it was about hilarious. seven hours prior that he said it. And it's it spikes about seven hours after. And I watched the spike, but I just completely forgot about my money in there. I just didn't think of it for some reason. I just kept looking at charts and I was like, oh, he must be making so much money and not even thinking about mine. <laughs> and yeah, it just came to the realization, like, I think it was about two weeks ago when Mick was actually mentioning it to me. And I was like, Do you know what? Maybe I should check my trust wallet and, and look at what I could have. And it was sad, like 1.3 million. I was like, oh no, what have I done? What have I done? No, I think the yeah. funniest thing is my... Oh, wait, somebody is going to speak? No, you go ahead. Oh, <laughs> no, I think the funniest thing was my, my wife's dad. He doesn't really like, he's now getting into crypto because of me, you know, cause I'm always doing crypto stuff. And then he just like, he, he's, he used to trade stocks and he made like a lot of money doing stocks when he was younger. And, uh, he's like, you know, he's always been interested in investing and stuff. So then he just asked me, Oh, something, you know, I'm still new to investing. You know, what, what do you think I should do? Whatever. And I was like, Oh, you know, uh, I gave him a list of what I recommend. Uh, he invested, he invested like total, I would say 300 bucks. Um, he invested in XRP before the SEC uh, thing, right? So he invested right before and he bought out a low, he bought everything low. And then I, the other day, uh, I, I went and I was checking, checking XRP and I saw that it hit a dollar and 20 something. So I called him like, Hey, how much, how much is your, your Coinbase holdings at? And he goes, he goes my what? And I was like, Oh, when you log in, you know, uh, let me know what you see. It was from his three hundred dollar investment. It's right now sitting in like six thousand or something like that. And he, I, I, I don't think I've ever heard him so fucking happy, dude. <laughs> he was like, he goes, oh, he goes, he goes, this is nuts. And then he goes, is it real? I was like, I was like, I hope is it's it real. real? <laughs> yeah. like, That's everyone's reaction. Is this real? Like, I, I, I hope. <laughs> so, and he, like he literally just made me laugh. He goes, oh, I have to put in more. And his wife's like, no, you're lucky. I let you put in three hundred. Like, you know, oh man. <laughs> The best, one, the best one for me was like literally yesterday when I when I sold that first NFT and my parents still don't believe that it's real money until I show them the bank. And <laughs> I sold I, I sold that NFT for like it was around five thousand dollars at one point five F. Which NFT? It was it was one of the Fly Frogs. It was Fly Frogs number nineteen, and I still own number twenty three. And I wish I wouldn't have sold number nineteen. He's got a, a rarity sniper of like five thousand score. It's oh. supposed to be like it's actually rank nine um but the top 23 are the rarest out there and i've still got number 23 but 19 was actually rank uh rank 10 sorry and my buddy's got rank 9 which are like the the biggest ones out there worth like 30 to 50 f in the long run wow. and i sold it and i was like oh, i was like oh damn that's nice money so i was like, i went and told my parents paid a bit of rent money and stuff like that and my mom was like yeah but is that real money i was like yeah she's like but how you just sold a, p- a picture of a frog and i was like yeah but let me explain to it so i showed her the uh i showed her the the, the rock i can't remember what it is the rock that sold for like 1.3 million man she was that's like, crazy yeah but how how do you get money from selling that i was like well it's it's an online art. i was like but that's the money i got like 5k she was like yeah but it's not it's not real money i was like mom like lloyd's bank is it's right there she's like <laughs> Do I get a frog as well? I was like, <laughs> Do I get a frog? Some expensive pixels. I want some. <laughs> I was like, I was like I've got I to do some tweets. Go ahead, but it's crazy. I like, you know, I did like a couple tweets, which I normally charge around one hundred twenty dollars for, and ended up with something that's worth that price. And I was like, Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they still think it's illegal. They, they still think it's all illegal money. Like they, they cannot get that the hang of where this money is coming from. Yeah. What what people don't realize though, the people who are not into crypto, they always ask, is it real money or not? It's like people don't realize that real money or the printed the printed money is just pluses and negatives in somebody's ledger book. And you know, the the store of that, them storing that information is almost like the data, right? So that's what gives it value. And then uh, you know, it used to be backed by certain principles, like or you used to have backed by commodities and, and stuff yeah. like that. 
Um, but now, you know, with deficits and stuff, they just they just turn printers on now and just go to work. So I, is the money that's in your pocket real money is the real question. It's not it's not the ones that's digital anymore. I think the digital assets will will start uh, showing face a lot more in the next five years. And no, hundred percent. It is at the end of the day, it's all digital. No, like you know, if I if mm-hmm. I was a Zell Vibin right now, and I he wouldn't he wouldn't have real money until he takes it out of the bank. But it doesn't it doesn't really change the fact that I I transferred it to him. It's just I think when people talk about real money, they talk about like like currency, like you know, like um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like fiat, fiat? currency. Yeah, thank yeah. you. And I feel like that, I don't, like, I feel like that's going to change soon because people are seeing it like, you know, a Bank of America, um, Chase, they're all investing into creating their own cryptos. Same thing with Amazon, uh, Facebook's creating Libra, like everybody's doing their own crypto thing. So I feel like at one point or another, everybody's just going to be like, uh, like fiat, fiat is just going to be there just to kind of like, uh, make sure that, uh, that crypto continues. So dancers still get paid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a big, it's a big competition. Like we're we're slowly seeing other payments, you know, whether it's through Stripe or whether it's through you know bank accounts or different cards. Like even Stripe is being brought into a lot of cryptocurrencies right now. You know, you, you've got like your Crypto.com card that you can use just as a bank card as normal. And there is a, there is a lot of that being implemented. I think that is a massive thing we're going to see within the future of more cryptocurrency payments from different projects other than just you know your standard fiat cards yeah and same thing with um paypal paypal's they're getting into into crypto themselves so i, th- yeah, I feel yeah. like it's going to be everywhere so it's, a, it's such a cool concept that we're in the beginning of i agree yeah and another little like another little off question kind of for me if like a different one a really good thing like I'm, I'm really into like my gaming nerdy stage stuff i like all my chart watching doing ta and stuff like that mm-hmm. and a, a really nice one for me is being able to set up your own comfort in your home i know i know it is an off-brand question but being able to set that comfort up on your home like i've just bought, like, bought my second monitor and now i can have my charts up there i've got my live over here and i'm like oh well this this really is a lifestyle and it's an enjoyable lifestyle as well you yeah. know obviously i've got my trade in there and all bits like oh but i'm not sat there just going oh i'm just playing you know sat there playing games on one monitor and I'll feel more professional about it other than just, you know, sat there on my phone on, on MetaMask or stuff. I feel more actually involved with crypto. Yeah. yeah. It's like self-banking, man. It's like having your own bank and, and the coins that you put your money in, it's like giving out loans. So that's how I like to look at it. I, I play the game yeah. in my head. Like, you know, who am I going to get this loan to today? And I'll go by and I'll look at their charts. You know, I'll look at, you know, the volume and uh, do a little TA. And then, you know, I might use a couple of tools on the chart, but to try to project paths. But yeah, it's like, it's like banking, man. Like it, we didn't, we didn't get taught banking in school or finances in school. I learned more about finances and, and banking now, or I wouldn't even say banking. I would learn, I learned a whole lot more about finances just being in cryptocurrency. So just to, just to keep you guys informed, we have about seven minutes left. So uh, let's go on to the next topic, uh, which will be, uh, what are some altcoins in the current crypto world that you believe can excel in the future? XRP. Yeah. <laughs> you just want me to say one or how many you want me to say? Hey, I like that. I, I, I'm no, with no, you on that I like that. I'm with you. No, I, do, I, like, I do go I with like, that. Well, I say, I say XRP. My second one that I, I really like is Polkadot. It's just the reason why I like Polkadot is not because of just it being Polkadot. It's just that what they're trying to build uh, with the parachains and then they do these crowd loans. So like I literally stack up on on Polkadot just for crowd loans. Um, I missed the Kasama wave. I won't say I missed it. I got in at the back end of it. But I knew about Kasama when it was cheap. And then when it was $100 in July, I, I got like one or two. But then when it got to $300, here I am ready to buy it for crowd loans. You know, and I'm like, damn, man, you know, like I was a little bit late on this. So Polkadot is uh, basically the big brother to uh, Kasama. And if you see how Kasama's performing with Moon River um, and then Moonbeam and these other things that they have, I think they'll definitely, uh, Polkadot will take the next step uh, uh, to show how that that that, uh, that ecosystem works. So I love ecosystems. I, I love I love Vibin's uh like trading mentality. He he like he buys high and sells low. I like that. So. Man, <laughs> <laughs> like I was addicted to selling in the red. I was going to say that earlier. Like I was addicted to selling in the red for a long time, man. Like, and I used to just I used to buy things when they were expensive. I wouldn't buy them when they were cheap. So now it's like it's completely different. But yeah, like 
to your point, man, I had to learn. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. You, you've got to you've got to have a strong mentality. If you've got a lot of money on your screen, you really have got to have a strong mentality to sell. I can't say the pure words of it, but you have got to be strong to sell. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I think my biggest one is probably going to be sell. And I think all purely because of the way NFTs are moving on the sell market at the minute. I think they've got a really, really big future ahead of them. Also, XRP, which I've been said, is a very, very good one. You know, like I'm, I'm looking at five to seven years return. It's a nice, in the in the short context, it's a nice stable alt that, yeah. that, I'm, mm-hmm. that I'm invested in. After this case, it'll, it, with the banks implementing it, you got to understand. I, I, don't, I don't know if people really know, like a lot of people say what well, XRP hasn't really performed in the market in the last two bull runs. It's just that you guys, a lot of people don't know the potential once this case is over. Uh, yeah. There are a lot of fat. It could be a, it could become a store of value. Uh, I no. would say in 10 years. And the, the crazy thing is that we already, we already see XRP, especially in New York. I don't know. Uh, Cause I, I follow the news a lot, but especially in New York, they go, they're going right now and they're, they're they've already started creating NFT, uh, NFT XRP. Um, uh, ATMs, so you could get Bitcoin, uh, XRP, and everything. And now Ripple is one. I think it's the hottest. The, it's the hottest traded crypto in in certain parts of New York. So it's 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 definitely getting big. Uh, and I really believe the, the the biggest thing is that right now everybody's worried about the case. But if you're actually following it, it seems that they are. They've already. They're already kind of it's coming over. to a, exactly. Yeah, they're already coming to it's a head. Over. Yeah, like it's yeah. it's it's all over. So I, honestly, I I was even I was even talking to my wife. I was like, oh, I think we should buy some more. But like Coinbase still has a still has a lock and stuff. But you know, Coin, XRP and that's is one when of it's those. Really run. That's when it goes back to the centralized exchanges and gets listed again oh, yeah. on a Nasdaq. I'm telling you right now, it's Gigi. it's gonna it's gonna be something yeah. to see. Yeah. I think I I have I don't like to say predict predictions, but I could see even from a dollar, I could see XRP twenty eight. I, I, I see years. it. I see it hitting two dollars for sure. And I I, I was I'm one of the believers. <laughs> uh, you're nuts. <laughs> I'm saying five years though. Give it five years. Yeah. In this run right here, I got it going. In this run, I got it going around three dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, okay. that's why I've I've got it locked away. I was going locked till twenty twenty five. I think that's the the best possibility of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. I like uh, like you mentioned it earlier. Uh, Tron is another one that I'm locked into. Harmony. <laughs> Is another one I'm locked into. I'm surprised I don't talk more about Harmony. I actually have like a really big bag in Harmony. <laughs> uh, do you know what? That's one. I've, that's one I've never looked into. I need to look into. I've never. I've never, really, never heard of that one. I've never. I'll be yeah. honest. I've never even really heard of it. Never mind. Yeah, into it. What? Oh my god! Guys, get off. When we get out yeah, of this podcast, look, yeah. just look up Harmony One and then just look at where they're creating with all the bridges and stuff that they have going on. They're definitely um. They're kind of like polka dots parachain, but just more in the bridging aspect of uh between Ethereum and BSC and uh, it's just, they, they have a lot of good things, man. And the guy, the guy who owns it, he's, he's a genius, man. And uh, he, he was the one who came out with like uh, cloud technology. So oh, like okay. Google cloud, iCloud, like all these cloud technologies, he's worked for all these companies because of his, uh, his, uh, his patent on the cloud technology. So all the cloud things that we have now, we can thank him for it. So I'm pretty sure he, he's got a, he's got a, he's well-versed in the space. That's cool. I, I always get so hooked in these little moonshots. I just forget about everything else. I'm sat there like, come on, green candle. And it's still cheap. It's still cheap. I think <laughs> it's uh, still 20 cents right now for Harmony. Yeah. Ah. So, You're going to have to send the link over. Yeah, yeah. I'll take, I'll take I will. For sure. Don't worry. This is one of those early ones. Hey, this is one of those. Don't, <laughs> he's, don't, he's giving the call. Don't, wait, don't, don't be on one of these next year and be like, hey, you remember when we were doing that podcast and I told you Harmony was 20 cents? What's well, a dollar and 50 now? You know, like it's going to be an easy seven day call. Uh, <laughs> NFA, NFA. NFA. <laughs> yeah, definitely not, definitely not financial advice, but uh, do your own research and um, make your own best decision. Perfect. So now we are approaching the one minute marker. So uh, we could uh, start you know, uh, wrapping up. So do you guys want to say anything to our YouTube family or Spotify family or any, anywhere? Uh, thanks. Thanks for having, thanks for having me on. Number one, uh, it's my first one. I'll definitely come back. Uh, I love altcoins. I think uh, anybody who's listening to, to just get a little bit more feel about crypto. Uh, I think this is a great podcast to come to. Uh, you're going to get a lot of information and, and it's, and it's free. Yeah. <laughs> I think, oh, yeah. uh, you, it, it's not, I mentioned it once on here and you guys know I work for a big one, but definitely come on there, come check out their trading events. I think in the future here, they're actually talking about giving away the Apple iPhone 13 and there's going to be a contest for a Tesla Y as well in the future trading. So mm-hmm. those are going to be some big contests that are coming in the future. They're not, oh yeah, I think 
iPhone 13, there's going to be the Apple AirPod Pros. There's going to be a new Apple iWatch. Like there's a bunch of stuff coming in the future here once those things are released that is going to be kind of fun if, if you do do those trades and stuff. But I really appreciate you guys taking us on here and that I appreciate everything that you guys do. And it's always fun coming on here and spouting little bits of knowledge and, and interesting topics. So I love it. Perfect. Thank you guys so much for today's uh, episode. Uh, I have to start wrapping up now. Thank you guys so much. And for all of our use, uh, all of our listeners, make sure to follow, subscribe, like, and comment. It helps us grow. It helps more people see this uh, kind of content. And I know that uh, uh, we're going to go and we're going to do our best to advertise it. Um, so we're very excited for the next episode and the next episode will be Friday. So we will be seeing everybody on Friday and have an amazing day. Howdy 5,000. See you later. Take care, everyone.